You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Join Sharon as she discusses the human experience of creating and maintaining relationships of all kinds, from friendships to family and everything in between. And now, here's Sharon. You are listening to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. I am your host, Sharon Levine, and I am joined again this week by yoga and meditation teacher, author of The Beauty Alchemist, and host of Aphrodite's Oracle, the very well-accomplished Val Cody. Hello again, and thank you for joining me. Hi, Sharon. Thank you so much for that beautiful introduction and for having me today. Of course. So you joined me last week on the show with your husband in what was, I'd say, a more traditional episode of Ship Talking. We heard about how you and Ross met, how you've grown together over the years, but I invited you back because I was really interested in hearing you talk more about your relationship with yourself and your body and your spirituality, which is something that you've written a whole book about and you have a whole podcast about. Yes, thank you so much. It's one of my favorite topics because I believe that we have so much wisdom inside of us, especially as women. And so exploring that is my passion. Why don't you start with telling us, just telling us about everything you've done so far. So tell us about your book. Tell us about your podcast. I know you have um, a YouTube channel also. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I published my first book in 2019 and I wanted to write a spiritual wellness guidebook after I completed my yoga teacher training and my meditation teacher training. And it just became very clear to me that I wanted to write. I've always been a writer and it just seemed like something that would come easily to me. So the book uh, was published then. My teacher training was the year before that. And I've also had a podcast Uh, Aphrodite's Oracle since August of of 2019 as well, where where I explore spirituality, occult topics, uh, my own journey uh, as of recently, my own spiritual lessons, and then also meditation practices that you can follow along with. And that's also what my YouTube channel has on it right now is meditation you can follow along with. So you mentioned that a lot of this stemmed from your yoga teacher training. Um, And if you look at your podcast, I noticed season one is titled Journey Through the Tarot. Season two is titled Archetypal Gods and Goddesses. So were you always a spiritual person or was this something that's come out in the past few years? That's a really great, great question. And to answer that, I would say, yes, I have always been spiritual. Yes. Have I had the same spiritual practice? Absolutely not. So I grew up uh, Lutheran and I took it very seriously. I was very into learning and memorizing and attending church, even if I could just you know catch a ride with my grandmother. I did not want to miss any sermons and I was very, oh, wow. yeah, very moved by it. And I felt such a connection to spirit through Christianity. And so I learned a lot um, from that. My own practice has evolved since then to become much more esoteric, which is an internal practice of spirituality. Church and religion is an exoteric practice where you have all of it being told to you from the outside, whereas esoteric is you come from it, come to it from within. So ever since we went vegan, so <laughs> I think that was like six or seven years ago, it has been my 
internal practice of spirituality has really blossomed. Relate that back to going vegan for me. Help me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that a lot of people think that veganism is a religion. I when we first changed our diet, my husband and I, we got so many questions from family members and judgments from people. And the reason why my spirituality changed when my diet changed is because I started to question everything. Because our society teaches us that cheese, eggs, yogurt, meat, chicken is healthy. And once I learned that that might not be the whole truth, I started to question everything else that society or mainstream was kind of almost pushing on us. And once I started to do that, I started to find my own sovereignty or my own inner guidance and allowed that to be my source of spirituality. So it, it started with veganism because of the questioning, because I wanted to learn more. I didn't want to just stop at what I had always been taught. Does that answer the question? Yeah. Was there a, was there a moment that you said it's gradual, but I, I feel like oftentimes people I've, I've talked to who become vegetarian often have like a moment mm -hmm. where it just clicks for them. Like my dad is a vegetarian and he talks about how he got really seasick on a boat once after eating a hamburger. And just like, that was it for him. Like he never ate meat again after that. Wow. Um, I've, I've heard that for a lot of people, how like something just like triggers mm -hmm. the change. Was there anything like that that happened to you? That's a really cool story. I love that. We, we had been out looking back now. I do see it. We had been out eating uh, fried wings, chicken wings at Applebee's. And I remember looking across the table at Ross, my husband, and saying, holding it up and being like, this is a chicken. <laughs> this was a chicken and now I'm eating it. And for some reason, it felt different, different than it had ever felt before to the point where my favorite thing in the world, which is those wings, I didn't finish. Not because I was taking a moral stand, but because I, I was thinking about it. There was something that felt off. And so that was something I, f I remembered later because then that next week we ended up watching a few documentaries and that was our moment. So just like your dad had that moment of sickness, we had a sort of two day binge watching fest and we never looked back after that. We did a cold turkey. We went straight from standard American diet to veganism overnight, basically. And what was the impact like on your body after doing that? That's such a great question. We, <laughs> I, I have always been very interested in health. And so I have, I'd always kind of watched what I was eating because um, I wanted to feel and look my best. After going vegan, though, it just, it really took it up a level for me because I had so much more energy. And so right. when I had this energy, I was able to push myself harder during my workouts and not feel like skipping a workout and needing that energetic outlet because I had so much energy. And so that was really what was the biggest change was because I was already doing all the work. This is what I like to say. I was already doing all the work in the gym and I could finally see the results I felt like after I changed my diet. So it's like, the two came together and I could see myself 
having the body that I always feel like I should have had because I was doing the work, but it was coming through more with my diet being dialed in. I've always thought that if any two people could turn me on to veganism, it's you and Ross. <laughs> Every time I spend a couple of days with you, I'm like very conscious in a good way of, of what I eat. You've introduced how good foods can be, mm-hmm. how good vegan foods can be. So yes. Thank a lot. you. Val, we're going to take a break, but I have a lot more questions for you. Thanks so much for, for being with us. And thank you, everyone listening. We'll be back to Ship Talking in a few moments. You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. We'll be back with more after this on 97.9 The Hill. And now back to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Once again, here's Sharon. Welcome back to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. I am your host, Sharon Levine, joined by author of The Beauty Alchemist and host of Aphrodite's Oracle, Val Cody. Hello again. How you doing? Hello. Excited. I'm excited. Hello. Hello. So you have been talking to us a little bit about um, your journey into becoming a more spiritual person and what that's looked like for you over the years. You've talked a little bit about veganism and how that has impacted your mindset and your spirituality and your connection with your body. One thing I've been curious about is tarot and astrology are all areas that aren't accepted by everyone and often receive some pretty harsh criticism and judgment, Mm -hmm. but I really look up to you for the the deep dive you've done into all of this. Like you've very much done your research and you can tell because you speak so articulately about these things and are are really thorough when you, you, you talk about astrology and when you talk about tarot. And so I just imagine that there's been a fair share of like critique and judgment and assumption that you've gotten over the years. Is that true? First of all, thank you for saying that. I, As I learn more, I find out how much I don't know. It's one of those things where yeah. you open the box of information and you think you have some kind of knowledge on it and you just find that there's so much more. And so I'm always learning and always finding out more that I don't know and enhancing what I do know. Uh, to answer that question, I think that I have a, a little bit of a non-traditional answer for you. And it's because... I am my own biggest critic. And so the criticism is and doubt was really coming from my own psyche for a long time. I mentioned having grown up uh, Christian and I felt so much internal angst to be feeling a different way. So to have this new information come into my life and for me to really connect with it um, when I'm new information as an astrology and spirituality um, and an individual spiritual nature versus a religious spiritual nature. And so my criticism was really making sure that I could really hold on to this and really believe it after coming from a different upbringing. And so I never really settled into that until about a year ago. I, I was in sort of an information gathering phase for probably for a long time, for years, information gathering and sorting and sifting and feeling into the information to see what really hit me in my heart and what really resonated with me. And 
I needed a moment to integrate and let it actually come from me. So when and if I ever do get criticism on my non-traditional beliefs, um, I believe that the work that I've done has set me up to be so fully embodied into what I believe that the criticism would be a more of a reflection of the person who's handing it out rather than me. So if, if somebody wanted to criticize me for having a certain spiritual belief, I'm to the point now where that would not bother me. Whereas in the beginning, because I wasn't on steady feet yet, I was still learning, um, it would have bothered me and it would have made me question everything. <laughs> but now that I've been able to come to my own conclusions, I can honestly say that criticism, even from family, would not shake my spiritual practice. That's so healthy, Val. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, I have an addiction to self, self-growth and I'm always, always questioning myself. <laughs> uh, to the point where it can be that's not always a good thing but I think that if questioning yourself leads you to a truth it's the best thing if it leads you to analysis paralysis it's a bad thing well I love that well, just an, I mean it's like th- it's like therapy right like the the purpose of therapy was just to you know better grow and explore and better understand yourself and, and question and process that questioning. Yeah, that's right. And therapists do such a great job of being that external mirror. And I think that, you know, hearing yourself speak and then having it reflected back to you is really the gem that comes through talk therapy. And so if we can learn to be our own mirror by clarifying and, and allowing ourselves to be wrong, that's the thing is we have to admit and allow ourselves the possibility of being wrong about whatever we think or whatever we do. And then in that way, we become an objective observer of our behaviors and then able to adjust them to alignment. And Val, you are also someone who is very open and confident in your femininity and your sexuality. Where did that come from? To what extent was was that always a part of you versus something you've grown into? Another excellent question and one of my favorite topics. Femininity is, it's, it's probably my biggest passion and all of the learnings that I have have from other facets of life come back to my own femininity. And you say, has, has it always been a part of my life? I grew up witnessing traditional gender roles. Uh, My dad and actually my grandmother was my sort of mother figure. And she had a very traditional way of, of living her life in her femininity. And I didn't realize that until later on, as I was exploring spirituality, I learned about the divine feminine. And that is something that is missing from a lot of our religious systems right now um, is the the presence of the divine feminine. We have the divine father down Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, And so once I found that that was kind of what I was missing, I looked for it within myself. And I realized that the best way to worship and be in the presence of the divine feminine is to cultivate that within yourself as a woman. And so that became my spiritual goal is to embody the essence of the divine 
feminine and all of her aspects, which you mentioned my archetypal gods and goddesses series on my podcast. And that is a Carl Jung or a Dr. Dr. Jung. He formulated these archetypes. And so the aspects of the feminine archetypes, all the gods and goddesses we think of from Greece and Rome, these are different aspects of the divine feminine. And so each of us as women and also as men, to a, a different degree, we contain all of the, the aspects of the divine feminine, but it depends on our specific personality and also our birth chart, our astrological birth chart, as to which one we we embody more, our main divine feminine aspect. And then the rest of them are playing a sort of supporting role of our main role. And so I have not always been this strong um, with these beliefs and practices no but have i always has it always been a kind of um mist around me growing up uh yeah i would say it has always been there but i didn't know what it was until my spiritual practice began thanks val we have to take a break but we'll be back in just a few minutes thanks for listening to ship talking on 97.9 the hill you're listening to ship talking with sharon levine we'll be back with more after this on 97.9 the hill and now back to ship talking with sharon levine once again here's sharon Welcome back to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. I am your host, Sharon Levine, joined by author and spiritual podcaster, Val Cody. Val, you have recently decided to take some very purposeful time away from social media, haven't you? Yes, I have. I have been absent from social media for going on 10 months now which is a lot for somebody who was using it pretty regularly before that. Yeah, you had a social media presence, like you very much had a following. So I, I know that was a big step for you. Yes, I I did. And you know, I still have it. So when I decide to come back, and I log back in, all of the same stuff will still be there. I'll still have my same account and people who are following me will still be able to you know see me and all my pictures from before. But deciding to walk away from it for a little bit was a decision I made. Looking back on it, it was gradual because I stopped posting so regularly, stopped having a story every day, and all of a sudden I was just ready to be completely without it. And the reason why I did that was because I... I very much value my intuition. And as women, that is our power. We can feel things in our body when we're connected to our intuition that helps us live our life in a more aligned way. And I found that I felt disconnected from my intuition. I had a situation where my intuition was actually completely off and it, it kind of shook me a little bit. And I felt like, you know, I need to pull back my energy from being so public and so visible and so available. I needed to really step into my own space. So I needed a spiritual reset. 
And throughout this time, and last time I took a break from social media, I wrote my book. Um, I'm, I didn't deactivate it last time. I just deleted the app from my phone and didn't check it. But this time I've completely deactivated it. This time I didn't focus on productivity. I focused on spirituality and being really into my sadhana or my daily practice. And that has led me to creating a few different things. So I kept up with my podcast, not as regular, but I still added episodes while I've been gone. And I also started um, an Etsy store. And it's the same name as my podcast, Aphrodite's Oracle. And I have uh, available, I will have available when I come back officially, uh, crystal bracelets. I'm making uh, rose quartz and um, opal and moonstone and uh, mint quartz bracelets. And then I'm also making goddess candles. So it's um, a candle in the shape of a woman's body, like the nude body. And so I will be selling those as well on my store. I am very excited to get get a goddess candle for myself. I didn't know you had a store. I'm glad you shared that with me. Yeah. I I keep forgetting to mention it. Val, will you do a, maybe another show, do a live tarot reading for us? Is that something we could do? I would absolutely love to do that. Really? Yes. And break some of the stereotype of tarot and learn a little bit together. Okay. I'm I'm pumped for that. Um, unfortunately, that's all we have time for today. This last segment goes by so quickly. Val Cody, thank you so much. You are lovely. And I'm really glad you're my friend. <laughs> thank you so much, Sharon. I really love listening to your, your podcast and to be on it is such an honor. Thank you all for listening. Also, this is Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. If you haven't already, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us five stars and a review. Join us again next week. Thanks so much. You've been listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine on 97.9 The Hill. For more episodes, visit the on-demand page of our website, chapelboro.com. She has them say brand new.